You're listening to Inspirational Perspective with Lamel Harris. Inspirational Perspective is all about murdering mediocrity and living the best life possible. Are you living the best life possible? You can subscribe to the Inspirational Perspective blog at www.inspirationalperspective.com. Follow Linnell on social media. Go to Facebook and like the Facebook page, Inspirational Perspective. You can also follow Linnell on Twitter and Instagram at the handle Linnell Harris. In this recording, Linnell is joined by radio host Matt McGill. Linnell opens by talking about how the musical artist Pitbull changed the trajectory of his success. Linnell and Matt explore how taking baby steps brings us to success. Let's join the conversation. If you think about this, Pitbull came from out of nowhere, right? Mm. But then the question is, did he really? Did Pitbull really come from out of nowhere? Or was this man working behind the scenes slowly, slowly, slowly? He came on the scene, I think, down in Houston somewhere. And then all of a sudden, I mean, he's in Miller Lite commercials. He got his own brand of vodka. You know, he's, I mean, Pitbull is killing the game. And that didn't just pop up out of anywhere. That didn't pop up anywhere. So I guess my question tonight is, what steps can we take to begin creating a trajectory towards success? And I want you all to begin thinking about this. And I'm sure we're going to have some callers who can call in and, and provide, you know, their own perspective. And, you know, that's how we learn. That's how we get better. But I'm really interested in this. I mean, Pitbull, eight albums, national commercials. I mean, this guy, you know. Yeah, he's getting paid. Oh, yeah. He's, when I tell you he's getting paid, he's getting paid. All when right? you, let me ask you this, though. Now, when you say success, though, are you talking just monetary success? I'm talking about whatever you define success as. You know, I had a caller a few weeks back, and I was talking about the difference between success and mediocrity. And the caller called in and said, you know, I'm upset with you because you define success as going to work and staying late and, you know, moving through the ranks. And I was using it as an example, right? You know, that's more of an example for Linnell himself, right? Now, what I told her was this. You know, I think about my mom. I told her, I responded to her. I said, I think about my mom. My mom and I were talking some time ago, and she said, you know what, Linnell? People may look at me as unsuccessful. You know, I don't have the big job or the titles and, and didn't go to school and get lots of degrees. But for me, success was defined as raising my children, raising them well, raising them as good citizens with values. And so what I'm talking about, really, when I'm, when I'm saying success is, you know, what is your vision for your life? And we only us, we know our visions, right? I don't know your vision, Matt. You know, you don't necessarily know mine. I, I've, I maybe articulated a little bit of that to you. But what is your vision? And then how far off from your vision are you? I'm way off. Okay, so then there we go. I mean... And so this is the this would be a phenomenal show for listeners because, I mean, a lot of people know you and we can have a straight up conversation at the same time, get some callers in here and and get, you know, an idea of what people are thinking. But so when you say way off, you know, if if you had to measure it, would you say, you know, 60 percent off? Would you say uh, oh, 40 percent, 30 percent? There's a risk here. I might start crying. <laughs> Linnell. <laughs> and they're about to see what a life uh, coach can really do. I know, right? which would be a good thing. <laughs> oh, man. I'd say you're going to have 591-1690. Call in and help Matt right now. I, I don't know. I, I think, oh, man. Wow. I don't know. I think um, if I were to say, where am I in terms of where I thought I would be, I'm way off. 
in a lot of fronts, man. And I measure myself to my father, who was not a financially successful person, but he was just a complete person, happy, successful in his own definition of success, just being happy and content. But he was just a complete man mm. in every sense of the way. And I don't measure up to my dad, man. I realize and I That's one of the things that I think I need to, you know, try to measure myself that way. Professionally, I haven't kind of, you know, gone to where I thought I could go in broadcasting. Right. But, you know, I'm kind of cool with, with what I do, you know. I mean. So I, I find this interesting, uh, you know, because, Matt, I think a lot of people looking from the outside in would say, wow, Matt McGill is wildly successful. I mean, you, you, you have a morning talk show. You've had the opportunity to meet a lot of different successful people. And could it be that you're falling into this trap of, you know, okay, I want to kind of line myself up with dad who you are, you know, who you're not. And, you know, I, the question I asked is, what about your vision? Mm-hmm. And so, they, you know, so what about your vision and how far off are you, are you on that? Not in comparison to your father. I mean, my father and I are well, two different right. men. Yeah, right, right. Well, all right, and not comparison to my father. I think I'm off because I have some goals. I've, I've got some goals and I haven't accomplished them. And, and these are goals that I've had set for a while. And my strength is... The creative process. I can say to you, Hayla, now this is what I'm, I want to do. I see myself doing this, that, and the other, right? Right. My weakness is in execution. Ah. I'm not the, the person who can execute. I, you know, I worked uh, with a young lady named Sharon Morgan, and a lot of people know her, my cousin. She, we worked uh, together doing PR, and she would say, Matt, you know, you are great with the ideas. I would be like, well, hey, why don't we do this? And okay. this would get this product, this company, this business, a lot of publicity. And she'd be like, great. But that's all I was worth. Was right, <laughs> right. But, but, you, but, but Matt, guess what that makes you, brother? What? Normal. <laughs> I mean, like, man, there's all kinds of stuff that I've been wanting. You, you know, when I really started to get some shift in my life mm. is when I got real serious about my purpose. I got, I said, you know what? I need to know what this is. And then I started saying, okay, I need to execute on my purpose. But still, I, I was, I mean, still some spin in there, not full traction. I mean, I could get some forward movement, but not full traction. And then I would say, uh, what really helped is a life coach. And so, yes, a life coach has a life coach. It's that simple. And really, it's about, you know, somebody that you can hold yourself accountable to. And, you know, you're, you're having conversations, but they're also helping you kind of move through self-actualization in a way that creates shift in your life that's sustainable. I mean, they're, they're basically reflecting back to you everything that you're saying. I, mean, I didn't think I needed a life coach until you came on the show Tuesday. Man, I got to admit that. When you came on the show with me Tuesday morning and you were in the little snippets, you were talking about your show. I started thinking like, you know what? I need, I need Linnell, man. I need a, seriously, and I'm being dead serious to you, bro. And that's why I'm, I'm glad I'm kind of hanging in here and talking to you, man, because I probably really and truly could use the fact that I need a life coach. I mean, really, and just be point blank. I've always thought I needed a manager, right? I needed an agent. And the reason why I'm not doing anything broadcasting-wise because I don't have either. Mm-hmm. But I, maybe it's within me to do it, and I just need somebody to get me on that correct trajectory. Okay. Well, you know what? I say I, I think we all need them. I, I think we all need them. And one of the things I tell my listeners all the time is you, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I wish I could own it, but that's Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn said that. But you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. There's a book right now that's sitting on my coffee table. I was taking a look at it this evening by Keith Ferrazzi. And, you know, what the book basically is about is who are the three people you need in your life to make movement? 
you know, and basically identifying who those people are and what they need to bring. And I was like, okay, I got to get through this book. I, mean, I got a stack of books on my kitchen table. I don't know when it's going to happen, but it's got to happen. But we, we got some callers here. I want to get to some of the callers and, and get the t- full attention of Matt up in the studio. You know, so what baby steps can you take in your own life that will show some tangible results a year from now? You know, what about five years from now? And I'm talking about baby steps. I'm not talking about something real big. I'm saying one thing that you could start doing today, and by doing that today, all of a sudden, you get movement in your life. What about 15 years from now? You know, we got Maurice from the West Side. Maurice, you're on the air with Linnell Harrison, Matt McGill. Hi, I got you again, Matt McGill. Hey, Liddell. How you doing, brother? I'd rather be rich. My vision of success would be uh, economically successful and to make 2013 a much better year than last year was by working together with a million of my brothers and sisters in Chicago who will put up a dollar a week this year. That would be $52. That would give us $52 million when we got a million black folks to do that. And I'm much closer to it this month than I am last month because Matt McGill is working with my money and his money. Praise the Lord. Mm, okay. All right. And Thank you, brother. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for sharing. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. All right. And then we got, uh, who's this? Eddie. Eddie from the South Side. You're on the air with Linnell Harris and Matt McGill, my man. Good evening. Good evening. Listen, let me say this. My life is lived in rarefied energy projected between the two worlds, one that's dying and the other one that's struggling to be born. And how I do that by being conscious of the fact that I am conscious. And my whole thing is, now hear me now when I tell you this, one of the great Indian chiefs from the Plains in 1845, they said the coming of the white man is the death of the human being. And then it went on from that that uh, our president uh, in 1997, McKinley, said that God spoke to him and told him that the white man's duty is to Christianize, organize, and control the world. Now, now Eddie, I got to ask you, man. I got to ask you because we yes, made a complete yes. shift from Salim's show. <laughs> I mean, you know, this happens to me all the time, man. You know, you follow, I follow Brother Salim, and, you know, I, I know you guys still have a whole lot riled up. But, uh, man, we, we we made a complete shift. I mean, this is inspirational perspective, and I'm, I wanted to know what baby steps you want to take to change your life. I, you know, hey, and I, it, I respect. It, I, I tell you the baby step that I've made. I'm 83 years old, and I'm totally healthy. Wow. But the one thing that I had to do, mm-hmm. I had to kill out this thing that we call the Negro. I had to kill that <laughs> out before I can move on to another level, totally transformation into who I am as a human being. All right, Eddie, so let me ask I, you this. Let me ask you this. Cause I, got yeah. a, I got a very wide audience, man. I got people listening, okay. you know, in Chicago, outside of I Chicago. Know. So what do you mean when you say that? Because they, I, you know, I know what color you are by hearing your voice, but they may not know. What, what I mean when I say what? You know, you had to kill off the Negro. Okay, I tell you why. Because we are African people. We was on the earth eons of years before anybody else came up on the planet Earth. You cannot change that. The fact of the matter is, when they tried to change that, they made us into something yeah, that but does I'm not asking, exist. But you're not you're not that telling me what exist. you meant. I, I need to know what you meant by that. When you said you had, you know, I said, what baby steps did you take? And you said, I have to kill off the Negro. I'm guessing that okay. you're talking about something inside of you. 
I'll tell you how I kill off the Negro. Okay. And that is living in the present moment on a conscious mind level. That's what I have to do. When you live in the present moment on a conscious mind level, I'm talking about being conscious of the fact that you're conscious, then what's happening, you are living in that realm that we call self-consciousness, and you move on to, to that realm that which the Creator created you to be. I love and that. I, I love do. that. You know what? Living on a conscious level, living in the moment, that I can take. And that's why I wanted yeah. you to, uh, you know, basically kind of go more into what you were saying. Eddie, thanks yeah. so much for your phone call. I appreciate it, brother. Thank, thank you for talking with me, okay? All right. All right. Okay. Boy, man. Salim. Yeah, yeah. Salim had it wrapped up, man. And, you know, but living on a conscious level and living in the moment. I, you know, now, for some of us, you know how hard that is to do, man? Yeah. I mean, you know, some people right now are in good relationships, but they're so stuck in the past, they're going to mess it up. And he's 83. 83. Ed said that. So really, you know, you, th- you think about how, you know, he, he said, I'm here, I'm 83, I'm healthy. And I had to, you know, the way I got here was this was the baby step that you uh, talked about. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are thinking about the question you asked because there are things that we can do. And we, we really know that what you know some of the things that we can do and, and don't realize that there is a process to getting to success, you know. And I, just in your first five minutes of uh, asking those questions, you know, it makes you think about what can I do on a daily basis and, you know, what's the first thing I would do. And, and uh, you know, we, sometimes we have to sit back and analyze and think about our lives and think about what we're not doing um, in order to get to where we want to get. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'll tell you this. I believe we get so overwhelmed with big change, right? So you know, we you know, you know what the gap is. I was asking you what the percentage was earlier, right? Mm-hmm. So you can, you you think about that, and you begin to say, okay, I got, I have this gap, and this gap is let's say forty percent. And we get so overwhelmed with the big change that we sometimes choose not to change anything at all. We choose not to change anything at all. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, I wrote the blog post, Baby Steps. You can go to www.inspirationalperspective.com and check it out. And you also, for those of you who are, you know, new listeners, you can also go to the Facebook page, uh, Inspirational Perspective. For those of you who don't want to call in, we we will follow uh, social media to keep the conversation going with you as well. So what baby steps are you taking what baby steps are you taking? What step could you take that is consistent that will be the impetus of unrecognizable shift in your life? You know, somebody met you a year from now, they'd be like, wow, man, match changed. Or wow, man, Linnell's changed. You know, so what is that? You know, and I can, I can sit here and school you all night and Matt could, you know, bear his soul. But, you know, you all have that change formula as well. And uh, the real learning comes in dialogue. So, you know, feel free to call in and share. Um, what are your baby steps this evening? Call in 773-591-1690 to share what works for you or to receive some coaching uh, for what a small change may look like for yourself. What if somebody doesn't know what they would do, Linnell? You know, and I got tips. At the end of the show, I always share some tips. But, you know, when, when someone says, I don't know what I would do, I, you know, the, how I would answer that question is, all right, what is something that you know, you know, one positive change. First thing you said is, okay, I could go to church, right? Mm-hmm. All it takes is, a, you know, one shift. I'm going to get up on Sundays and I stay out so late on Saturdays and I'll make this shift in my life. A year later, that probably, not probably, that would have an impact on how you, would, how you were making decisions or how you, you know, wanted to live, or, or what it was that you were doing. 
I mean, so you, you, you know, that's one step. But for others, it could really be, you know, I'm not going to be late anymore. I mean, that's simple. Now, it sounds simple, but once you're, you know, you're chronically late, that can be, there's something else at play there. But, right. um, you know, there, there's a number of different things that, you know, as, as, a, as an individual, you can begin to, to do that. And that's why I say small. Well, now, now, let me ask you this. When you say, you know, what would you do? Could that be eliminate something that you are doing? You know what? I would say yes. One of the things I share with my listeners is this. You know, don't think you can start something. And at the beginning of the year, when I first came on, one of the things I shared is, you know, we have all these people starting with New Year's resolutions, right? I have three New Year's resolutions. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to go to the gym every day. I'm going to eat better. All right, that's cool. But what are you going to stop doing? What are you going to stop doing? Because you got all these starts. That's going to take some time. You only got 24 hours in a day. Most of us are already busy. And so what are you going to stop doing? And that's that's one of what I believe is one of the missing links a lot of times in how we set goals is we we have these great things that we want to do. But the missing part on the other side is, okay, what am I going to stop? So that's a great question because, all right, baby steps. So you're going to introduce a new baby step or a small thing that you're going to change about your life. You got to figure out what small thing you're going to throw away. Yeah, well, I got plenty of those. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, and for some of us, it could be a, you know, a vice that we have saying, you know what? All right. I know that when I come in from work, I probably I probably have a beer too many and that makes me tired. And I end up sitting mm-hmm. on the couch At, too long. Drinking and, alcohol. And is watching. OK, yeah. I mean, right. so that could be a small step to say, hey, look, you know what? During the week, I'm going to stop. And now uh, on the weekend, I'm a, I'm a I'll, I'll enjoy myself. But during the week, that's grind time. Now, you know, it's funny when I was in college. Uh, it was this, this kid named Jason. I mean, really smart kid, super smart. And one of the things I admired about Jason was this. Come Sunday night, Jason was sober and he was studying. And he was studying Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. But Thursday, Jason was high as a kite. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that you, you know, you got to go out there and get high. But what I'm saying is this, you know, or that it's OK or whatever. Right. But what I'm saying is this. He had a discipline about himself. And, you, you know, I don't know where Jason is today, but I'll tell you, I think Jason is probably killing the game somewhere. I wouldn't be surprised if he's VP or something or director or something else because he, he had it figured out. He was like, look, whatever it is that I want to do is going to take a significant amount of work, and I'm willing to put that work in, and then I'm going to play. And one of my, my motto is love hard, work hard, play harder. And so a lot of people see the work side, Linnell, but, you know, hey, the play side, you can play harder when you work hard. Right. And conversely, if you play too much, then, of course, you're not going to be successful. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, 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 you know, that's an obvious. And is it is in school. And I would imagine the best students uh, are the ones who are organized and they know how to study and when to study and when to turn it on and, and then when to, to party and do their thing as well. So here are the questions this is, tonight. This is a good experience for me tonight here, Linnell. <laughs> I'm happy you're here, man. <laughs> All right, so, you know, the questions I posed earlier, what steps are you taking to live the best life possible? You know, what could you start doing today that would change your trajectory in a positive way? What could you start doing today? And then, you know, the, the last question I asked is, what is one small thing you could do every day that will put you on a course towards success. One small thing, not big, one small thing you could do every day that will put you on a course towards success. 
And so you've had, you had a little time to Matt. You know what? What commitments would you make? So you kind of toss some things out there. Or do you need some more time, brother? No, no. I mean, go ahead. Put me on the spot. I, I, I work with this. One small thing I could do every day. Uh, okay, let me think. <laughs> I mean, I, there's a lot. I mean, I just need to be more result-oriented. I get up early every day. I tell you what, one small thing I could do every day is to uh, make sure that I'm working out more. Uh, and, I, and I'm going to tell you why, because I get a lull in my day that makes me unproductive. Mm. And I think the reason why I get the, the lull in my day is because when I get off the show in the morning, it's nine o'clock. I do all the work around the station, promos and everything for the rest of the day. I leave out of here about 10 o'clock in the morning. If I go and eat a big breakfast, mm-hmm. which I'm always hungry at 10 o'clock in the morning, ready right, to eat, right. then I am going to go home and crash. Got it. Whereas I think if I plan my day better, if at 10 o'clock in the morning I'm doing a light snack and I go to the health club and work out for like a half hour or an hour, when I get out, I will be awake and I'll be ready to do something productive and work toward my goals. Okay. All right. And so your vision, you're clear on your vision, right? You know, yeah. you and I, I know what I want to do. Yeah, right? yeah. I know, yeah, I know what right. you want to do, too. Okay. Right. So I know what you want to do. Are you willing to make a commitment to Matt that, you know what? Okay, you know, come Monday morning, you know, that's Memorial Day. Come Tuesday morning. (laughs) (laughs) Come Tuesday morning, you know, time's out. Now, you might get a phone call from somebody that says, hey, Matt, what's up, man? I'm in town. I know how this goes, man. You've texted me before. Where you at, Uh L? You know, let's Uh let's go grab some breakfast. You know, typically I'm in the office. I can't. But right. the few times we have, we have big breakfasts, right? So, yep. so they call you up and say, hey, Matt, what's up, man? Let's, let's have this breakfast. Well, you know, how do you handle that? What, what, what are you going to say? I mean, I usually, you know, depending on who it is. I mean, if I had a time, I usually go. You know, a lot of times. Um, but you, it, just, you, you just made this commitment to you. This is a commitment right, you're making, right? Right, right. Okay, so. All right, so if it happens now, then I'm going to have to turn it around and try to get together with that person later on in the day. Okay. So I I would turn it from breakfast to what are you doing later on? Let's hook up, you know, this evening and uh, go somewhere, man, and let's get, you know, a little little light dinner or go out for a drink. And then I can, you know, chit-chat and socialize. But I need my day, the heart of my day, to be productive, no question about it. Okay, now that that, that sounds good. And one of the things I, I in one of my shows I said, okay, you got you have to plan for failure, all right? So, and I'm, I'm sure this is controversial for people to say, really, it's you know, success philosophy, plan for failure. I say yes. So that's your plan A. But what's plan B? What if it's Barack? Barack's like, yo, man, you know, thank you for supporting me, brother. And I just heard the last <laughs> caller. You say I'm gonna support him. <laughs> all right, thank you for supporting me, brother. I want to take you. To, I want to take you to breakfast. You know, okay, all right, Brock, uh, I'll meet you at 10, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. You gotta, you gotta, yeah. <laughs> I, I got to see the trainer at, at 11.30. What do you do? Are you going to have that big breakfast? Are you gonna, you're just going to have a coffee and some toast? Oh, I might, I, you know, I would definitely go with the president. There's yeah, no question absolutely. about that. And I would probably follow. You know what? I probably still would eat light and still keep in mind the rest of my day. But, you know, that would be a once in a life. See, because you bring about an interesting uh, question there because the person who calls me up and asks me to go out to breakfast could be somebody that could help me with my vision. Absolutely. So then, so then that's, you know, I, of course, that's the goal. So then, of course, I would, I would pursue that breakfast date, do it, and try to get uh, the information, the knowledge, the networking opportunity that that breakfast would present to me. Okay. And, and I think that's the right thing to do. Right. I do believe that's the right thing to do. But part of the formula for success is consistency. 
consistency, right. right? So, you know, and that's why I was asking. You committed to this, and you committed to it as of Tuesday, right? As of Tuesday. So, so and actually, I, actually, to be honest with you, I started working out more toward the, the, the end of last week. So maybe I've got some momentum, some, a little headwind going into next week. Yeah, maybe is a soft word, brother. Uh, all right, I'm glad you're oh, good. That's a good one. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> maybe is a soft word. Uh, I am with you on that. I, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I had a boss before. She she would put a pen. I got this pen in my hand right now. She'd be like, try to take the pen from me. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, there is no try. You know, that's why I always get maybe is a soft word. And so... This is what you're going to do. I mean, that's what I heard, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Starting Tuesday. All right, so tell us what happened. Now, people All are right. going to call in on, on the show Tuesday morning, of course, and be like, Matt, we heard you yeah, on yeah. Saturday I'll night. Probably, I'll probably call in like, uh, right about 845 <laughs> remind you. So what is this, this going to get you? So, you know, you, you have a vision, and this is one baby step that you feel you can take towards the vision. And it sounds like it's going to provide you a couple of hours a day of productivity. Right. All right. So, you know, what ultimately is this going to get you? Well, I think it is going to get me closer to doing what I want to do. Right. It's going to get me in the rhythm of doing the necessary things to get to where I want to go to. I'm in I'm in a bad rhythm right now. Going to sleep during the day and for as long as I go to sleep during the day has put me, that rhythm is bad. My body's used to it and I've got to snap out of that rhythm. So, you know, if I work out every day, Monday through Friday, you know, eat light after I get off to the, the show so that I can work out, that's going to keep me in this rhythm that's going to bring about the kind of results that I want for my life. And so you're right. It all hinges on consistency, all hinges on uh, dedication, my commitment to doing it on a regular basis. Uh, And the benefits are going to be twofold. Obviously, I'm going to get closer to my goal and I'm going to hopefully have a healthier heart and uh, a healthier, uh, you know, body as well. And, uh, you know, you feel good. You look good. You you think positive and you, you start stepping a little faster, quicker, sharper, and you're moving in the right direction. Okay. All right. Now, it sounds good. It sounds good. But my question is, you know, these are all things that you knew already to do, right? Yeah, I think. And and you said the only thing that's getting in your way right now would be going to breakfast, going to breakfast, big breakfasts. But I have a feeling that doesn't happen every day. No, it doesn't happen every No, it doesn't happen every day. So it it really is going to be a change of a mindset as well. Okay. All right. There's no question about that. And so... What but else? my body's used to it, too, so there's going to be a physical component to mm. this that's going to be challenging to me because my body is used to shutting down around 11 o'clock yeah. every yeah. day. So that is going to be the challenge for me as well. Okay. So- Just like I woke up today. Here it is Sunday. I didn't have to wake up. I, normally I wake up for. 4.30 in the morning so I can do the show here at 6 right, o'clock in the right. morning. But my body's used to waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning. So, right. of course, on a Sunday morning, I'm waking up at 5-ish. Like It's Saturday, man. Right. Oh, Saturday. <laughs> See, there, look at me. I'm, a, <laughs> hey, you're like, I'm hey, already, I'm already uh, done with the weekend, right? All you know is you didn't do the morning show. So I didn't do right. Yeah. It, right. But see, my body wakes up. In fact, I'll wake up. Go. B- I went back to sleep and woke up again at 6.07 when I actually do come on the air. I'm right. just... Waking up because my body is saying, dude, you're on the air. Yeah. Okay. All right. I got you. So, so that's going to be my challenge at 11 o'clock on Tuesday. Is my body going to shut down and am I going to be able to forge through that? All right. We got a caller. I got, a, I got, a, I got another question for you. I'm sure the listeners are going to want to hear this one, but we're going to go to Mike in Dallas. Mike in right. Dallas, you're on the air. Inspirational Perspective with Linnell Harris and Matt McGill. 
Hey, Linnell, how you doing? Hey, Matt, how you doing? I haven't talked to you in the Coons Day. I was about to say that. Mike, good to hear from you, man. He was doing the, the You and the Perry show. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I, I don't get up that early, so I'm not <laughs> necessarily tuning, but I've been listening to some of your rebroadcasts. Oh, good, good. Still very impressed with your show. Thanks, your, man. Your product. And uh, to Linnell's question, I think it's really important as a professional, and if you're if you're not a professional, you should be striving towards developing and improving yourself, and that can be improving your craft, whatever your craft might be. Uh, maybe it's going to school, uh, but I think that is a small thing that anyone can do on a daily basis to help make progress in terms of where they want their future to be. If you're if you're not developing. Uh, any kind of skills or any kind of craft, then you're you're kind of uh, you're not on on I would think on the right trajectory to to do something positive with your life. So to me, I, I find that that is extremely important. And Mike, and, what, what would you say is an example? I mean, because we're talking about baby steps here, right? So well, when well, you say it, developing it, self, what's what's you know maybe give an example for you? What's one well, small well, for thing? For me, I, I went into teaching. And as a teacher, there are a lot of things, and teachers are required to always go back to school and to get their recertification. And, you know, there's, you know, generally once you become a teacher, if you decide that you're going to be a teacher, especially an African-American teacher, you know, you're held to a certain standard. You have to develop, uh, uh, I, I think, in a very competitive market, you have to be better than the next person. So the more that you can show on your curriculum vitae, the more that you can demonstrate that you are master of your craft, the more skills, maybe it's taking a second language so you're competitive and especially today's society. But give me, Mike, uh, give me a small thing, man, you know, and I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm poking at you here. A small thing is, yeah. is going to be uh, you know, studying to be all constantly studying, constantly trying okay. to better yourself, either in the professional area that you're working in. As for me, it was teaching. Uh, what are some things that, uh, in terms of job descriptions, and, and, and in terms of if you don't have a job, then you, and, and if or if you want a better job, then you have to meet certain classifications. Number one is deciding what you want to be. I mean, if you're working at McDonald's and you want to get out of there, then, you know, you, you have to decide what career path you want to choose. And then at some point you have to start making those sacrifices. And, and for us, for, unfortunately, it's still the same for many African Americans as it was 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to make some sacrifices because you're going to be caught with the expense of, you know, paying for books, paying for your tuition, you know, so your, you... your housing, all those things that are necessary, all the logistics that, that help you. Uh, achieve those small goals. I mean, it could be something as simple as reading a book. There you uh, go. That's what, what I'm doing. looking for. That's Filling out a financial yeah. aid application. Right. It can be something as simple as making some phone calls or talking to other people that are in your profession to get some advice. Okay. Um, well, you're, and, on a, and so you're on a roll now, man. And, and that's, that's, that's what I was looking for. That's, that's what yeah. I was looking for. You know, well, anyway... Keep up the good work. I think you, you, you do good work. I think uh, as you're developing your topics, I think you're, 
actually coming up with topics that are actually focusing on things that are attainable. Uh, uh, some of your topics, you used to, it kind of sounded like, you know, the positive attitude thing also meant turning the other cheek. And yeah, I know. So, and you and I have had some conversations about yeah, that, man. I, I and we could, we could definitely talk offline, but I'm going to tell you, keep listening because I'm going to go back to it. I'm going to yeah. go back to it. I, I I haven't put that one down completely. Positive yeah. thinking is huge. Mike loves WVON. I tell you that much, I, man. I know it, man. He's from and, Chicago, and, so he's down in Dallas. Right. Yeah, I, I used to live there south side, and it was it was a struggle. I went to private Catholic school, and I know what it's like for kids trying to get through oh, yeah. the day without, you know, being pulled into the gang environment, making the right decisions. You know, and luckily I had my father there to just, you know, and that's what I really want to see for our kids. I really want to see the family unit come closer together. I want to see mentoring and leadership programs for kids that are coming out of colleges where they're going back into the public schools, tutoring, helping kids. And, and, you know, that's the kind of thing that I would like to have seen the stimulus money do and see the president, before he gets out of office, have some – because, number one, it would create a lot of jobs, and it would help a lot of unfortunate, disadvantaged kids. Yeah, man. And unfortunately, man, uh, both are uh, shaking our heads, man. Yeah, both shaking our heads. Completely agree with you. Mike, I got some other callers, man. Thanks so All much right, for God calling All right, God bless in. you guys. All right. Thanks, Mike. All right, got James from the South Side. James, you're on the air with Matt McGill and Linnell Harris on Inspirational Perspective. Yes, I'll say I love your show as well, and I appreciate that you let that man talk a little bit longer because he expounded on some things that, that a lot of us need to hear and mm-hmm. some of us would have said. And uh, it's the first time I listened to your show. I don't know how long you've been on, but I listen to VON on a regular basis, and I, you being behind, Celine, is power. <laughs> I, I, I'm saying you you right on time. I appreciate thing, that. A couple things I wanted to mention was mm-hmm. one thing I I, um, I see as one of the principles of success is that often it's like a person who says they're going to stop smoking cigarettes. You'll get somebody who will offer you a cigarette that never offered you a cigarette before in their life. Isn't it funny how that works? And but but I'm but I'm saying the solution to it is for people to understand first that whenever you attempt to do anything, you're going to attract the positive and the negative. Mm. And the problem that a lot of people have is that they assume that because I'm going to stop doing this, I'm going to focus on stop doing this. I'm not going to attract the negative. Once you realize at the beginning that you're going to attract the positive and the negative, then you have a better strategy for solving the problem and, and beating it in the ring. You ain't just operating with your left hand. You got a left hand and your right hand. You understand you're going to get James, positive and negative. That, we understand up front. Then you they understand you're going to get people to tempt you to offer you stuff that they would They don't know why they're offering it to you. Yep. It's just a law of cause and effect. It's gonna You're going to attract what you want and what you don't want. And if you realize at the beginning that you're going to attract both, you are better prepared. And that's and, and that's 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 one of the reasons why I say you got to have a plan A for success. You got to have a plan B for success and a plan C because failure is going to come after you. Failure will come after you. And, and for instance, we did, you know, I was picking on Matt over here. So he's you know, he's going to leave the show and work out and then become productive when he once he gets back to the house. What you just said is it's about to attract all the breakfasts in Chicago. <laughs> I mean, he's going to have Alderman, Alderman <laughs> calling him up and, and different people. I was like, hey, man, come on, let's go out, Matt. And it, <laughs> and it happens right when you make your mind up. And so I think James making a perfect point. 
Okay, but one other thing I want to mention related to Matt, mm-hmm. and I appreciate Matt because his show is very challenging because a lot of us that listen to VON regularly, sometimes he gets put to task, and he still tries <laughs> to do what he does, and, and I appreciate that, but I appreciate that also he went on Salim's show, which is, is Salim is, I would call him the professor. Oh, but man. at any rate, uh, you coming behind him, I think is it's a blessing. Thank and you, I'm glad that you're at this particular spot. One other thing I want to say is I do mentoring at schools, and one of the things I tell the kids at schools, what I notice is that they prepare you for school at, well, you got to be at school at 7, 8, 9 o'clock in the morning. They prepare you for life. That's and when right. I tell people, youngsters, when I mentor them, like one school I had mentored at, out of your gardens, they were putting out new concrete and laying out concrete and doing tuck point. And I explained to the students, you know what? The guy out there doing laying that concrete, he got to deal with science. He got to mm-hmm. mix it correctly. Yep. The one that's laying the post in there, he using math. So if you learn math and science, you can get out there and make $30, 40 $50 an hour legally. You can drive your car legally just mm. studying math and science. So I break it down so they understand the basics of it. And I think I appreciate you for Allow me to say my piece. I had a little more to say, but no, I appreciate you, James. Yeah, hey, keep good, listening, bro. man. Keep listening. Ten o'clock every Saturday. All right. Okay, I appreciate you. All right, thanks All right, a lot. Now. You know, and we have a lot of young people who who listen to the show, Matt. They follow the blog, and I think what he just said is is critical for them, right? Because the younger you are, the more impact that the baby step has. I mean, think about that. I mean, you and I, I'm a, I'm a little bit older. I started to kind of get things. I figured out, like, man, about 26, 27. Wait a second. All right, hold on. I got to fix something here. All right? And, you know, maybe 10 years later, I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, I, there's a few things I could be doing differently. But, you know, I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm moving. Same thing with you, right? You've, you've experienced some relative success, if, if, if anybody from the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we're, we're both older. And you got children out there, young people. Man. The, the decisions they make and the baby steps they begin to create for themselves today. I mean, that's critical. Yep. No question about it, man. I've got a 16 year old daughter who is, you know, uh, you know, uh, taking those strides and, and confronted with those challenges and very thoughtful about her life right now. You know, yeah. she, she just won an election. She's president of the, her uh, student government at uh, Creed High School. And, and so now she's getting, you know, right. commitment, dedication, responsibility. And having her name out there and people looking to her. Yeah, but for you young people, I mean, that's a great example, Matt's daughter. But for you young people, the habits you create today, the small baby steps you put in place right now are going to be so critical for you later. All right, we got Tommy from the South Side. Tommy, you're on the air with Matt McGill and Linnell Harris on Inspirational Perspective. I have a question that I want to ask, and that is basically... Why is a day walker hanging out with the night crew? I don't know. Tell me about it, right? Well, what the (laughs) hell? I said, you know what? I I heard Matt on Salim's show. I said, hold on. I said, wait a minute. That sounds like Matt. No, that ain't Matt. Yeah. Yeah, that's Matt. Matt's on. Man, what's going on, Matt? What's going on, man? You running for office? No, not. I vote for you. There you go, brother. I vote for you, Matt. Hanging out, like you said, hanging out with the night walkers. That's that's exactly. But you know I got a little bit of that in me anyway with my other job. Well, let me just say this real, real quick. First of all, your your your, your show is an inspiration, um, um, and and Linnell's show is, is is just phenomenal. 
but I, I, I just want to leave you with this topic. I think you ought to do a topic one of these nights on how how dumb can you be, and 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 and, 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 and it's based upon this. Watch this. Listen, listen to this lineup: Dr. Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, okay. Richard Steele, Lucky Cordell, Purvis Span, Lou Palmer. If these people, just from the grassroots, are not inspirational enough for you to sit down and start asking yourself, uh, how can I be a positive force and having a clear path in individuals who never forgot where they came from and have been telling individuals from as far back as then to all the way now, and now you got Matt and the rest of the air personalities on this radio station. See, empowerment comes from when you wake up, and my mom told me there's two things in life you got to understand, son. One is you got to wake up and figure out what you're going to do. And two, you ain't going to lay around here. So here's your choice. You're either going to go to school mm. or I'm going to beat the hell out you. Which one do you want to take? <laughs> I said, well, mom, and see. That's, ins- that's inspiration easy. right there. Right. Hey, hey, I said the easier path for me is to go to school. But watch this. Me, Matt, you, you got to know what it is that you want to do. And in order to do that, you got to do something. Like, Matt, you know, I tell you all the time, I build cabinets, right? Well, I don't, I don't just build cabinets. What I turned around and did was I went into the industry, and a lot of, not, a lot of, not of people don't know that 99% of things are made out of particle board. So you know what I did to, grab, to get that edge in that niche? I make everything out of wood. Just like old school. Mm. And then from that inspiration of making it out of wood, I didn't just make it out of wood, Matt. Guess what else I had to turn around and do? Mm. I had to turn around and stay on the cutting edge of every technique on how you can cut, slice, and dice wood to make it be what you want it to be. And then the bigger issue was how to take the cost out of it so that a person would look at me and say that it cannot be true until they tried it and seen it for themselves. And now, hey, you know what? As a result of the radio station, as a result of the inspiration of my family, as a result, of individuals like your show on tonight. Man, you know what? I go around, Matt, you know, people talking about people, uh, these kids and jobs. I go through the neighborhood in the summertime, man. Matt, I walk up and say, hey, come with me. You should see how many come with me, and you should see the amazement. You should see the lights in their eyes when they see wood and and machines and what you can do with it. So Mm -hmm. I I just think that at the end of the day, you got to wake up and want to do something. Then you got to know something about where you've come from, and then you got to have a, a, a strong, positive influence like you two guys and WVON. Because without WVON, I just want to leave you with this, Matt. You know, I never called in the radio station at all, at all. This whole week, this whole time, people going back and forth with all this nonsense with the president. And yet, individuals are not smart enough to understand that man wasn't talking to those people at Morehouse. He was talking to the individuals that's sitting around with their damn heads down. Don't let this be an excuse for why you cannot overcome your circumstance and situation. All you got to do is lift your head up because if you look down, you can see where you're stuck. But if you look up, you'll not only see the vastness of heaven, but you'll see the glory of God. Bless you guys, man. I love you both. Tommy, thank you, brother. Tommy, appreciate it, man. Tommy, as always. I've been talking with Matt. The the topic this evening was, you know, what steps 
can you take to change the trajectory of your life? And not just steps, but small steps, baby steps. And, uh, you know, so Matt and I have been sitting here. I've been doing some light, light life coaching. I wouldn't really call this life coaching, Matt, you know, since we on the air. If it was me and you on the phone for an hour, man, we would have made a lot more traction. Really? All right. But uh, the question I have for you, brother, is, you know, so, you know, you made this commitment. So what's going to get in the way and how are you going to overcome it? Well, um, you know, I think you hit on it earlier. What would get in the way of it is, uh, you, you, you know, the, the temptation of going back to doing what I was doing before. You know, an individual, somebody calling me and, and invite me out to, uh, to to breakfast that would get me off this routine. What's going to prevent it is going to be just me having, you know, this you know, laser like commitment to, um, you know, my goals and my vision and, and being successful, you know, I think, um, you know, you know, what, I've, what I've got to do, number one, what I've got to do is commit to being committed, mm-hmm. commit to changing, you know, my life commit because I'm, I'm in a routine and my routine is a comfortable routine. I can, I can live with the routine that I'm in, uh, but I've got to be committed to changing that routine so that I have, at the end of the day, I'm, I am more productive. And at the end of the day, I look back and I can account for doing something that, uh, you know, is getting me closer to where I want to go. Okay. All right. And the routine is not serving you, correct? The current routine is not, no. And you're dissatisfied with the current routine. With the, yeah, with the current routine. And, and I might, that might just be the baby step to a lot of other things that need to change. Right, right. That's the first, you know, the first step to a lot of other things that need to change. All right. Well, Chicago, it's, uh, you know, it's, as always, I'm going to leave you with a few tips. It's been, man, it seems like this hour went fast. Always. <laughs> but, uh, you know, baby, I mean, baby step number one, subscribe to the blog, www.inspirationalperspective.com. Follow me on Facebook and Twitter. You can do it all right there at the website. And then baby step number two, actually read the blog when I post them. And it's, it's not the easiest thing to do. We're all busy, but it's in service to you. Number three, the question I have for you is, what's your favorite motivational song? Is it on your phone? Is it on your laptop? Is it a CD in your car? Play that song whenever you feel the mood of inspiration inspiration slipping. So, Matt, for you, you got to find a song that's going to get you on, man. You know, Tuesday morning. Yeah, Tuesday morning, play the song because it's something about music that motivates. So That's true. Yeah, I mean, so those are the tips for this week. You know, it's uh, one, you know, one quote I want to leave with you. You know, I always do. You know, uh, Tommy brought up Martin Luther King and a quote from him. Take the first step in faith. You don't have to see the whole staircase. Just the first step. This episode of Inspirational Perspective was recorded at the Midway Broadcasting Corporation in Chicago, Illinois, on WVON 1690 AM, the talk of Chicago. Thank you for listening. Go to Inspirational Perspectives Facebook page and like the page. Follow Linnell Harris on social media at the handle Linnell Harris. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with that handle. Text INSPIRED to 43783 to receive free inspirational quotes and updates.